Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching Clemente's Corner. This is episode 122. I had Ezra Mills on. He is a rapper entrepreneur out of Lubbock, Texas. Very cool episode. It's a little bit choppy. Uh, it's my first time doing Zoom. First time doing a uh, video podcast with someone at a different location, but it uh, went pretty well. He had some great advice, dropped some knowledge. So thank you for watching. Um, subscribe to my YouTube, follow me on everything. And comedy will be back soon, I promise, by June, hopefully. So, hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. This is no time for the mind game. If you're telling lies, you a damn shame. This should do a thought, but she claim a fame. If you talk it, make a move. If the life you want to choose, let the mirror face the truth. This is no time for the mind game. If you're telling lies, you a damn shame. This should do a thought, but she claim a fame. Nice to meet you. Um, you're on my podcast. I'm not sure if you've heard of it before, but it's uh, Clemente's Corner. It's my first name. Awesome. I, I just cool. set up in corners. Um, <laughs> but uh, you were on um, your, um, I guess our mutual friend is Nakia yeah, Webster. Uh, okay. Were you on her podcast? Uh, we have it scheduled for. Um, I want to say the 16th, or some, sometime a little later this month. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I've uh, I've checked out your stuff, looked on your social media a little bit. Um, I see you host your own podcast, Super 806. Yes, and it uh, looks like you – are you operating, like uh, running a studio there in Lubbock? Yes, sir. Yeah, we have a, a full-fledged studio. It's actually – we just got into a new building. Um, so, our first – so, we got like three – basically three um, – like three tiers to the building. We got the first, the front, and it's going to be, it's called the Culture Lounge. It's going to mm -hmm. be, you know, merchandise, things like that. Uh, we're going to have the studio, of course. Now we have uh, a back room that's, uh, we built the stage back there, lighting and all that stuff. So it's going to be like a little intimate, um, you know, uh, place, like venue to kind of do the other like shows, um, comedy, comedy, stand-up comedy, things like that, or, or album release parties, just real intimate small group especially with the with the situation that we're facing now um we're really going to just keep it to a minimum of, mm -hmm. of people but but you know still going to be something that's going to allow us to just really push the culture out here you know what i'm saying that's one of our biggest goals is to just push the culture bring awareness give people a platform you know nice that's that's really cool so you just moved into a new spot how long have you been doing um i guess uh running a studio like that so we've been running it uh, like legitimately, I guess you could say, you know, business-wise, uh, for since March of 2019. Uh, uh, so a year, a little over a year now. Um, we just we were just in like a small office building. We just rented mm -hmm. a little room, and we kind of did that, just in and out clients, just building our clientele. Uh, and then uh, now, you know, we kind of were able to upgrade and move move on and, and start to build upward. You know, that's really cool. So you uh, record all your music in there and everything? Yeah, yes, sir. Nice. Get to do it for free. Well, I guess you still yeah. have to pay bills, but that's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about that. How long have you been um, doing hip-hop? I was going through your Instagram trying to like yeah. get an idea. Um, around right. 2013, at least, is what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing music since about 12 years old. Uh, mm -hmm. Started getting in the studios at about 15, and then uh, about, well, maybe a little, maybe 14, and then about 15, 16, uh, my brothers and I actually got the equipment ourselves, just 
we turned our, our we turned our bedroom into a studio. You know what I'm saying? So we've been recording, in, you know, since since a young age. You know, since junior high. Wow, that's crazy. They still yeah. doing it as well? <clears throat> yeah, they do. My brothers do as well. Very They're nice. Still part, of, still part of the business and everything. So. And I know uh, you he, got a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, LS Duke is my is my brother. He got you know he got his own music out, his own movement, and everything as well. So, uh, you know, definitely check him out. That's really cool. How many um people do you like have in and out of the studio? Is it like pretty stay pretty busy over there? Which yeah. also kind of leads into a follow up question I was gonna have is just like the music scene in Lubbock. Like, what's that like? Yeah. So uh, you know, it's growing. The music scene is definitely growing. Um, and it's got its, it's definitely got its, uh, what would you call it? Like adverse adversities, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, it's got a lot of challenges, but I mean, I think that's just like anything that's, that's great or that's going to long, that's going to last a long time. You know, it's, it's gonna, it takes a long time to build because uh-huh. every, every brick that you put has to be solid. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's very, it's a slow growing thing. Over was, I say that it's been a slow growing thing is actually gaining a lot of momentum. There's a lot of artists. There's a lot of people investing, a lot of mm-hmm. people uh, taking it serious, and, and you know that's pretty encouraging because you know someone who takes it serious myself, like see other people do it, like makes you want to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we get a, man. We got a, uh, we got a handful of, of artists, man, that come through. I mean, mm-hmm. we we went on a on like a company retreat uh, to a what is it called? Where did we go? Mia Dosa and. Um, and we were there. We're listening to like the playlist of all the songs we were we had recorded in the studio. Mm-hmm. And I it was like, man, it was it, it was probably I want to say thirty or forty hours of, of music. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's I, I want to say I might be overshooting it. I mm-hmm. have to get back. I want to say it's somewhere in there. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of music. Nice. Even, you know, so there's a lot going on, man. I think I think this, something's really gonna happen for somebody out here for the whole the whole place and i think it's going to bleed over into up into amarillo and down to midland odessa and all around you know what i'm saying yeah that's really cool i've uh i know the lubbock comedy scene pretty well i've uh performed there a couple times but um what was i gonna say i saw that you did a interview with uh booga bradshaw and yeah, that dude yeah i've actually been following him for a while he's probably one of the only guys i know in lubbock besides you now but uh yeah he performed at a festival here and it, okay. that dude's really good so yeah i'm excited yeah. excited to see what y'all got in store yeah there's a lot more man i'm, I'm telling you there's a there's a lot more out here so and i want to get up to amarillo and network with artists up there too you know same the same way you know we kind of strategized here to bring people together i want to do the same thing out there and everywhere you know and even if it's not me and you know directly but even just indirectly you know whatever mm-hmm. i can to help everybody have that desire you know that's cool. Is it um as far as like the live music scene, is it a struggle to get people out to shows and everything? Man, that, yeah, it is, bro. It just it's just right. It's just it's been a culture, you know. And that's what we're. Mm-hmm. That's our whole thing right now. Is we're trying to um, create the culture, redirect the culture. You know, we we want to bring it to where people give a give a damn about you know what's going what's out here that's local. You know what I'm saying? I think honestly with this. With the COVID situation that we're facing as a nation, I think it's really shining a light on that. It's going to direct people to local things, whether it's, you know, local businesses, local farming, local products, local music. You know, it's going to really 
give people that push and open their eyes towards that. So I'm kind of grateful for that. See how that turns out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good point. That's true. I see y'all uh, selling meals to the public out in Lubbock. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, you know, doing everything we can, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to be a part of the community out here. Everybody got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. You And you have a, an album coming out soon, right? Is it, uh, what was the name of that one? The album is called Disappear. Disappear. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I just didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, that's cool, bro. Like I, I got that email kind of like the zip folder of all the tracks and it sounds yeah. really good. So that's, when is that, uh, you plan on dropping that one? On the 20, on the 22nd actually this month. Okay. So that's everything nice. Well to be, I'm waiting on one feature actually, uh, everything was done. Uh, somebody had told me that, you know, this guy, Chiefy, he actually interviewed me. He's out in Abilene, and uh, he had interviewed me on his podcast, and uh, he had heard that song. He really liked it, and he wanted to uh, – he sings. He's a vocalist, so he wanted to uh, to change the hook on it. He wanted to give it a shot and do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm the type of person, person, man, if someone's, you know, willing to give me a part of their, you know, talents and stuff, I'm going to do it. So I put the whole album on pause. We're going to have – we're gonna he's going to send us his vocals, you know, hopefully this week, and – uh, I do have a deadline, so if it's not in a couple of days, we might have to, you know, work on the next project. But mm-hmm. still, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hopefully it comes through. Um, so by the 22nd, we should be expecting that to be out. Okay, that's cool. And uh, what? Uh, how many albums have you dropped so far besides this one coming out, 22nd? So, man, I've dropped a lot of music, you know, <laughs> in all these years of doing, doing music. Uh I'd have to say one, two, three. I mean, probably close to ten, something like that. Okay, nice. That's really cool. I, I really could just. Yeah, I'd have to write them all down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. uh, yeah, a lot of music, man. A lot, a lot of music. Do you have an uh, any idea now about um, you know, as far as like uh, dropping um singles, things like that, or music videos? Yeah, so I have a couple singles from the album that I'm going to promote. Uh, one of the, one of, one of them being, uh, it's called TikTok actually, and it's, it's sort of like a play on the tick on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, dance to it and everything. Uh, it's it's a cool little beat that I produced. Cool little vibe. I like a little, little basketball sport type of vibe. And uh, that's the single we're going to be we're going to be promoting. Um, and we are, we're working on getting all the. Stuff together. I got a videographer out in Nibbing, Odessa, but we're just getting all our game plan together, you know. Oh, that's so what's up. Okay. Just shoot videos, go from there. Nice. So, have you had that uh, videographer before? Because I watched a couple of your videos on YouTube. Was that yeah. all same producer and everything? No, he's actually a, a new videographer who um who uh who I've known for a while, but he just started doing videos over the last year. And we've mm-hmm. been talking as we've been de- developing the album. We've been talking about stuff like this, so it's the first time collaboration on it. So we'll see how how it goes. You know, hopefully everything comes together. Yeah, that's exciting. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, I just I was curious about a few other things. Like, uh, when did you like kind of realize that you know like you could rap? Like this was kind of a something you were good at. Like, did it just happen? Like you know, freestyling in high school, or was you know like what? What kind of made the switch for you when it, when it went off in your head and you're like, I can do this? Yeah. 
So at a very young age, man, like super young, um, I would like just sit in, in my room. My uncle had bought me like a tape deck or whatever. And I got a couple albums. I don't know, like back in the day, how old are you? I'm 26. 26. Uh, I mean, you probably you might have seen them. I don't know if you ever seen those like letters in the mail where you could send like a penny and, and you could choose like three or four albums and they send it to you. Then you pay it off type thing. That was like way back in the early 90s. No, that sounds really cool, though. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing where like you send a penny. I mean, it wasn't technically a penny, but I did it and, and they sent me the albums. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly how it worked, but I had ordered like Big One Capital Punishment, uh, Big, Biggie, Smalls, uh, Life After Death. Nice. Uh, All Lives on Me, Tupac, a few different albums. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, Jazzy J and uh, Will uh, Will Smith album, mm-hmm. and they sent them to me, man. I sent them a penny, and I, I checked what I wanted, and they sent them to me. So I got them in the mail. My, you know, my dad had came over, and he was kind of pissed that I ordered those albums <laughs> at such a young age. And and I remember him telling me, like, man, you can't listen to this shit. But my mom was like, nah, fuck that. He's gonna do what he wants to, you know. Uh, excuse me if I'm cussing. Is okay? No, you're good. <laughs> it's fine. Shout out, mom. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, she had my bag on that. But um, so I would just listen to those albums and I would just kind of rap with them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. And it was so, so at that point, I knew that I was like, okay, well, I can put words together. So I just always um, invested in that. So whether it was school projects, like any school project I ever did in school was like a rap thing. I would write a rap as if it was about American history or whatever, or if it was um, even. Planned Parenthood. I'm not Planned Parenthood. I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> that classic take where you're supposed to have a baby and it cries and stuff. Oh, uh, ours was called Child Development, but I mean, there's probably a Child bunch of different names. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say that there's something along those lines. Anyways, I took that baby home mm-hmm. uh, in high school. One night, man, it kept me up all freaking night. And I went, as soon as I woke up in the morning, I went and waited at the teacher's door until she got there and I gave the baby back. I said, I'm going to write you a rap song and I'm going to record it. It's gonna be about, it's gonna be about you know being a, a parent because mm-hmm. I'm not keeping this kid in my this fake kid in my in my room. <laughs> you didn't let me sleep, you know what I'm saying? So, I've always I've always done it, man. I just I don't know. I just feel like I was built for it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's good yeah. to hear. And then... At about 12, about 12 years old, 13 years old, uh, I started really writing, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and, and I knew it was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this for sure because mm-hmm. I like the way that what I did. Nice, yeah, I definitely understand that. Do you have a uh, a a schedule, so to speak, for like, um, you know, when it comes to writing? Like, do you have like a a designated time, or does it just kind of come to you when you're in the studio? How do you prepare for that? Yeah, it kind of just comes um, at any given time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just write it or or jot it down on my phone. Uh, if I'm in the studio, I'll just record. A lot of the times I don't write unless, you know, if I, I'll, I'll go ahead and just, you know, book some time at the studio and I'll, and I'll just kind of write in the studio, like in real time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I sometimes it'll come to me, I'll write a whole verse without a beat, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'll go and just create the song from scratch kind of thing. Oh, that's dope. And do you produce a lot of music as well? Uh, I just started. Uh, I produce. I produced three songs on this album, so you know I'm gonna see what the what the response is like, and I'm gonna keep you know developing my skill in in that field. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like at this point, doing it so long, I really need to you know 
broaden my abilities. So that's that's something I'm really focusing on this year. It's producing. Nice. That's exciting. Very cool. I saw the. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your podcast, uh, Super Eight Hundred Six. Looks like um, you know, focus mostly on the music. Um, how'd you uh, come up with that that concept? Uh, so the Super Eight Hundred Six was basically, um, it was just one of them things. Like it just crossed my mind. I had seen the Super Eight the Super Eight sign. I was like, you know, the creative in me just kind of just vision the eight the 806 and you know mm-hmm. you know it just kind of came together just clicked so i had one of my good friends um nuno of uh, vocal lords productions here in town in lubbock he's a great uh graphic designer so you know i talked to him i gave him my idea he put it together for me when he sent it to me i was like man we got to get this going so i just started printing it on shirts and, mm-hmm. and you know just getting out you know i we went on tours at that time we went on three tours three years in a row, so I would take them and just push them, promote them. And uh, it didn't start as a podcast. It just started like an idea to kind of just have something to sell, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Just something like merchandise. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but after like three years, I just really got like dedicated to the to the brand, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, mm-hmm. I want to develop this into something more, and I just keep wanting to build more on everything we're doing. So, you know, we decided to just do a podcast, me and my team, and and they helped me build it to where it is now, you know, and it's it's still growing. Like we just got a production team to uh to to join us in um in uh producing you know, we got iPhone or Samsung just editing real quick and mm-hmm. you know by myself and, and it's really it's really out the mud and from the ground up that how we're building it, you know. So now we got a whole production team, cameras and everything, so Nice, yeah. It looks it looks really legit. How long have you been doing the the podcast? You said a little over a year now. I would say like February. Two, I mean, uh, December of twenty eighteen is when we really started. It was like the end of that year, and um, it was all just audio. There was no video, and then we started doing video probably this last summer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, because it looks it looks really good from what I've seen on that YouTube channel. I appreciate it. Yeah, and it's a great like marketing wise Super Eight Hundred Six. I want to buy yeah. a teach because we got the same area code, so it works over here too. <laughs> exactly, and there's so much Eight Hundred Six. My thing is this, you know, I, I think a lot of people, you know, growing up in the music industry and hear a lot of people talk about it and stuff. Their opinion is always this, like, oh, this town is too small. There's, there's not a lot of people here. There's not a music scene here. Okay, cool. I'm gonna give you the solution to that. I'm gonna create the music scene here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, at least attempt to or at least give what I can to it. Uh, and so you think about like these denser cities like Dallas, Austin, Atlanta, California, or like, you know, in California, LA and shit like that. Um, you think about the amount of people and it's like, okay, well, what what do we have similar to that? Well, the 806 area code is a very broad area code. There's small towns between here and there and a lot mm-hmm. of people. You know what I'm saying? So it broadens your, your, your mind to think, oh, okay, so there are enough people to reach in our own in our own uh, region. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and if you bring and if you don't if you don't separate them with the names of the towns like Lubbock, Amarillo, Hereford, uh, everything in between, Plainview, instead you just bring them together in one by the area code. Boom! Now we're un- now we're a unit. Now we're all similar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, for sure. 
you take away that division. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're able to reach those, you know, those people in small towns who, uh, you know, right. might be interested. You know, the, a really good rapper might live in, you know, Vega and you <laughs> some random yeah, little place, yeah. and he sees oh. that, and then it's like, oh well, maybe I can do something out of this tiny yeah. town. <clears throat> and it, be- yeah. it becomes a part of the movement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it don't even got to be an artist. It could be a producer. It could be a videographer. It could mm-hmm. be someone who wants to be a manager, somebody who wants to own a studio, or uh, maybe someone who fixes his instruments. You know, anything. You know, anything that you do that you could offer. Yeah, yeah. Well, we want to get you, give you the opportunity to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a... I didn't grow up, but I went to a small... I went to school in a small town, uh, Shallow Water, Texas, which is right outside of Lubbock. Mm-hmm. I went there for a few years, and... and and that was another thing that kind of uh, gave me that insight and that idea because, yeah, being in a small town with a recording studio in our home, you know, everybody knew us. Everybody knew that. And it, there was that, you know, oh, y'all ain't going to make it out of this small town type mm-hmm. thing, you know. And it's just like, you know, just I just want to say F that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. Nah, we're going to show you opposite of that. You know, We're not going to take that as true just because y'all you say it or think it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, I've talked to um, a lot of artists out here about this. I just don't know if it kind of feels the same way that uh, people like in Amarillo are are more supportive of uh, out-of-towners coming through than the local scene itself. Is that something that, that you see um, from your point of view? Yeah, of course, man. And that's, that's just a terrible truth, you know. But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, it's something that we've agreed to. Just like right now you asked me, I said yes. But at the same time, we could change our minds and change our agreement. We could mm-hmm. say we could we could start being the ones, the pioneers to change that that trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't have to stay that way just because it is. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna prove that's gonna prove something powerful once it changes. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna change. People are gonna support this this place. People are gonna support each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a fact, and that's something that I'm working towards. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I won't be done doing what I'm doing until that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. How are you, uh, like, are you able to stay motivated? Um, are you still recording and everything during this whole quarantine? You know, has it been, uh, has it been uh, easier or harder? Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot harder to maintain, maintain it, but, um, we're, we're now we're, ba- we're able to open up again. We're going to open Monday to start recording, you know, artists. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the luxury of being able to have access to the studio the whole time. So, you know, it's actually what helped me finish the album. If, if honestly, if we didn't have qu- the quarantine, I probably wouldn't, I'd probably still be on the back burner right mm-hmm. now. And I wouldn't be doing this, this, this interview with you because I'd be building something else, you know? Yeah, so for sure. It actually, you know, so you just kind of step back, breathe and do something for myself, for, for my vision, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it hard to, uh, to balance that as far as like the, the studio when you kind of want to go in there and do your own thing, but you got to, uh, yeah. you know, allocate yeah. time for everybody else? <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 it, and it's it's really. I'm sorry. Yeah, it uh, it really it really is a a challenge, but you know, a lot of I want one. I want one. Uh, I heard you know somebody once told me you know you know you got a lot on your plate you know type thing, and 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 don't don't stretch yourself so thin. But again, that's an agreement that you have with yourself. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't feel strong enough to do that, that's fine. But don't tell me I'm not strong enough to do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll find a 
way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very <laughs> that's true. Kind of where, that's kind of where I stand on that. You know, we have a lot of things going on. I have a couple businesses that I run and do. Um, you know, one of them being uh, it's called Creative Digital. It's a audio and video company. So mounting TVs, we sell and install internet and cable for direct TV and AT&T cell phones, all things like that, home security, um, solar panels for homes and stuff like that. So, you know, we stay busy, man. Stay really busy. Nice. Okay. That's really cool. I like that mindset. That's good to hear. Have you been able to, uh, you know, maintain everything? Like, I don't, I know Lubbock, I think Lubbock shut down a little bit before Amarillo, but, um, as far as like reopening, is everything, um, still shut down there? Like Monday we have, we started a thing where like restaurants let 25% of capacity in. Are you guys on that same level? Right. What's going on over there? Yeah, it's similar to that. I'm not sure exactly. I kind of stopped listening a week or so ago just because I'm just, it's just like at this point I can't, I just got, I just have to gauge what was going on, how fast it was happening and stuff, but we still got to get back to work. We still got to, I mean, we're going to follow any guidelines they have. I'm personally probably not going to any restaurants or anything. Yeah, you know me what I'm either. Um, <laughs> That's why you know I set up these. That's why we set up these virtual podcast tour because, again, we're pri- we we really just want to be pioneers. We want to like bring solutions to every situation, that every every problem that there is. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and show people that it's not the end of the world just because you face a problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's really cool. So yeah, you've got that album drop in. You said the twenty second. Twenty second, yes, sir. Very exciting. That's cool. Do you have any um, like plans after that? Do you have a a step as far as um, you know, like a, a follow ups to the album, mixtapes, things like that? Uh, for the album, like yeah. after the album, yeah. So you know, after it drops, um, I kind of want to do the same the same approach. I want to like maybe go to all these smaller towns. And just do what I can as much promotion. Mm-hmm. Like back to the old school. The COVID thing, it's going to be a little difficult. But again, you know, find a solution to that. It's going to be some, it'll be some simple. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, I think a tour is going to be what's, what we're going to do next for the tour. Okay, sorry. The audio is kind of messing up a little bit on my side. I don't know. Do I sound good on, to you? Uh, it cut out a couple times, but not too bad. Okay. We might have to pick a day to re-record this, but it's been good so far. So, um, yeah, you're able to stay pretty motivated. Like, um, I was, I was going to go into, uh, like a future plan. Do you plan on, um, staying in Lubbock as far as, um, your career goes? Do you plan on moving out or what do you like see happening um, in the future with that, with your I, career and everything? I'll tell you what I would, I'll tell you what I would like. I would like to stay here. I would like to be able to stay here. Um, it don't. It doesn't seem like that might. That probably won't be the end game. You know, a few years I might not not be a. Uh, I might move somewhere, or whatever. Just depending on again, like the, how things unfold with business and stuff. Um, but I would like. To, I would like to stay here or even end up here. You know, if mm-hmm. I do leave, I'd like to end up back here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I get that. What's um. What are some artists that like uh, you look up to, who you uh, you know listen to a lot? Some artists right now that we would you say uh, that you think uh, influence you? Like who would those artists be? 
Yeah. Um, I would say lately, like Russ, Kevin Gates, um, Key Glock. Um, see who else. Man, I have a playlist on Spotify with a, a local artists. It's called Super Hero 6 Playlist. Just got a bunch of local artists. That's really my go-to, man. Nice. I get motivated by what's here. You know what I'm saying? Is that and, a and, public and, playlist? And I want it. Yeah, it's a public playlist on Spotify. Cool. Super Hero 6 I'll have to check that out. Yeah, for sure, man. There's a lot of good artists here, man. You know, Lil Robbie, Street Addicts Entertainment, um, Tuck. He's a he's a, he's an R and B singer. He's really good. L Ray, Bill. Bill has a song with uh, Cap G, who's like an, uh, a multi platinum artist out of um, Atlanta. He has another song with Stiff Barbie, who's uh, a, a big selling artist out of Houston, I think, or Dallas. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot going on. So I try not to I try not to sleep on it, man. I want to be a hypocrite, you know. So mm-hmm. I really give a lot of attention to them. And a lot more. I can name a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just really stunt. You know, he's another rapper from here who, who motivates me, who, who influences me to go hard for the city, you know? Yeah, that's dope. That's really cool to hear. Um, do you guys get a lot of places to, like, perform live at? To perform what? Uh, do you get a lot of opportunities to just, you know, go perform in front of an audience, you know, at, like, a bar, venue, anything like that? Like obviously not right now because of Corona, but yeah. before, <laughs> before yeah. and after. A few years ago, man, it was it was really on the road, and we were, you know, we going we went on tour uh, three years with uh, GT Garza out of uh, out of Houston. I don't know if you've heard of him and mm-hmm. La Machina Records, just his record company, and um, <clears throat> that was really fun. So we we've done a lot of things like that to you know to go and perform in front of people and stuff. That was that was a great experience, and I want to do that again. Um, locally, again, there was a scene here and there, right before the corona, like it was really just dead. It was hard to get in anywhere. There was one place that was just kind of uh, oversaturated with with artists, though. Like every day they had something going on, so there, it was it kind of took away from the value. So it was kind of hard to bring people out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. No, I, I get that definitely. Like it's a it's a struggle in Amarillo. I feel like it might be a little bit better in Lubbock, but I mean, we're similar in a lot of ways. I know y'all got tech. Yeah. And you've kind of got more of a, a college um, age <laughs> vibe. But, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like, um, yeah, Let y'all share you, a lot. You follow, like, Sorry, it's really hard to hear. Can you repeat that? Oh, I might need yeah, to. Uh, Let me see. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, was, I was asking, do you follow any artists from out there, any hip-hop artists or rappers? From Amarillo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a dude uh, named Nicky Cortez. He's really good. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I've, I know a lot of rappers. So I just can't think of them right now off the top of my head. Yeah. But, uh, oh, there's this dude uh, named Ugly Chulo, who I'm a big fan of. He's actually out of Hereford. But, uh, oh, okay. That dude's really good. There's a there's a really good scene here. Um, I can't yeah. think of any rappers off the top of my head. Um, okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. I mean, you know, that's the thing I want to do too. Is just, you know, I'll, I like I said, I just want to branch out and network. And uh, definitely Amarillo. I, you know, my manager, 
is from Amarillo. Mm-hmm. She plugs me up with a lot of stuff out there. Um, and I actually work there a lot too, you know, with my business. So uh, I'm trying to really connect the connect the dots here, you know what I'm saying, and, and bring the, the networking together and, and strengthen that bond. God damn. Yeah, I can so, uh, <laughs> I can definitely send some some names your way once I sit down and think about it because I know there's there's at least like 20, 30 rappers I can name. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. That's cool, man. And it's, that, that, it gives me excited, man. That means there's a lot of life force in, in this music. That means that, that that means there's something we could generate that's self-sustaining. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, when you went on tour, how, uh, like, was it just through Texas? Like, what, how many cities did you hit? Let me have that. Oh, never mind. Um, we we went on a tour. Man, it was probably maybe like ten cities or so. Some something around there, ten or twelve. Uh, we only went. It was mostly Texas, and then like two two places in, in New Mexico. That's dope. How was the uh, the crowd response? Oh, it was always great, man. You know, and, and I and I give a big shout out and a lot of uh, credit to La Machina Records, which is you know GT Garza and his team, and then and other artists who were on tour as well. Um, Throw Essay from Dallas and uh, High Rollers from Dallas is a rap group as well. They were mm-hmm. on tour with us, man. They put on a great show, and that you know definitely a group effort. Everybody, everybody came. Everybody always showed out. Everybody was always always gave the crowd you know their money worth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a great response. You know? Okay, yeah, that's really cool. Do you have any uh, tours scheduled for that for that album release or after the album release? I mean, no, I don't have it scheduled. Um, especially with not knowing, you know, how to go about it right now. Yeah, that's very uh, true. <laughs> so it's gonna be. It probably won't be like any tour, like a performance tour. Mm-hmm. But it, like I said, I want to go like on a on a promotion tour. Like go, you know, maybe just put some flyers up in the city. You know, get a couple followers maybe take some pictures, shake some hands type thing, you know, um, and just develop relationships. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's really cool. And, uh, let me see. So you have your own podcast. Have you done, um, like a lot of interviews before, like before your podcast? Um, like similar to this, no. I guess. No, no. no. I, you know, before my podcast, I, you know, even, even with my podcast, I started, I didn't necessarily want to be the one doing the interviews, mm-hmm. but I had the vision to have the podcast. So I wanted to start it, you know, and that's one thing. A lot of people, I want to tell a lot of people is no matter where you're at, just start. And then the doors start opening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just start. You might think I don't have everything it takes. I don't have all the greatest cameras or whatever. You, you, you're always going to find, you're always going to know what you don't have. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're always going to, if you can, it's up to you to let that be. A stop sign for you or, or 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 just you know it's just a realization like yo it's i know i don't have it but i need to start you know what i'm saying and, and if you start somewhere i guarantee you doors open people you meet the right people mm-hmm. you shake hands rub shoulders with somebody who who has what you need you know what i'm saying and if you're a hard worker and you're committed to it with the little that you have most nine times out of ten those people who, who uh that you meet if they have something to help you with or offer you, they're going to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's what people really are gravitated to is, is commitment, hard work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very true. Um, do you get a, a lot of questions from people who are like, you know, I am uh, I want to get into rapping, I want to get into music, how do I do it? Do you get the 
those people or yeah i guess that's the best way to put it <laughs> yeah yeah um it's not so much that usually it's like uh you know hey uh i've been wanting to get a studio or i've never recorded before but i think i got something or mm-hmm. things along that line or do you know where i could go to do this or do that and and, and you know my response is always well first of all you know we we have what what we have what what they need to get started so you know I always invite them to the studio you know and and, and when they come they usually love it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> so they keep it going that's cool do you uh i don't know do you ever deal with like because you're probably uh helping them record and everything do you have yeah. to like do they ever get like i don't know if stage fright's the right word get nervous um you know kind of too introverted oh yeah for sure man and uh you know that's something that that i like to do i've been doing so long i love like kind of being a mentor type shit so you know i, I always work with them and, and get them out their shell and get them performing mm-hmm. the way they do when they're in their car or in a room you know what i'm saying so yeah just a little challenge there's nothing too nothing too crazy but yeah they they get in there and especially if, if, if they expect to be there alone and, or, you know, somebody else shows up or something, they're just like, you can tell they'll clam up and, and not really give it a hundred percent. But mm-hmm. they, hey, this is entertainment at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? So you got to start somewhere again. You got to take the first step. And sometimes it's recorded in front of somebody you didn't know. Yeah. That's great advice. I've always wanted this too. I've asked it before and I get different answers, but as far as like uh, when you go in and you record like a verse um, or like a song, like how many times do you have to do like takes? Like is it is it down the first time when you record it? Or do you gotta like kinda go in and be like, Oh, I sounded weird on this I didn't want to announce it that way. Like do you do you get like really detailed as far as that and editing your own lyrics and re recording and re recording? Or is it uh does yeah. it does it go pretty does it flow good? Simple. <laughs> uh, right. So man, it all depends, you know. Sometimes, sometimes I'll make, I'll do songs in the, when I'm by myself in the studio. Maybe I'll be drunk or something, mm-hmm. and then I go back and listen to it, and it's like, oh yeah, that, that was slurred, or mm-hmm. I was just really feeling myself, and this is too loud, or this is too low. Or, so I'll re-record it, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and fix it. But you know, I try, I try to leave my my music as raw as possible, honestly. Mm-hmm. So like, sometimes it might be slurred, I still leave it, yeah. um, just because I, I like that person, I like that aspect of it. Um, if it's if you can't understand it, then yeah, I'm gonna change it. You know, I'm gonna fix it. Um, but it kind of goes for whatever sound you're going for. There are artists that I'll I'll have them redo the same thing over and over. But again, it's because they just they don't have the experience. So sometimes they don't ride the beat, or maybe they fumble on the word. And if there was anybody else, they they might just send them home with that recording. Like, mm-hmm. hey, oh well, pay for it. But with me, I want people to walk away with what they have in their head, you know what I'm saying? What you see, what you feel whenever you're doing that at home, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, it's, it's not as easy when you're, when you're freestyling with your homies or, or even by yourself. It's, it's way different when you're on the mic and you're actually recording a product, you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. recording something that, that's got to be easy on the ears, something that's got to sound good and, and, and flow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, So it's way different. And, 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 I've been doing it so long. I guess you could say it. Most of it, I, I at least try to get on the beat as as, as much as as much as I can. It usually is not that hard for me to do. But yeah, sometimes I gotta. Sometimes I'll record stuff and it's just garbage. Like, <laughs> every now and then you shoot a dud, but you know I just delete it and mm-hmm. start over. Yeah, so. yeah, that's cool. That's good to know. Um, what else was I gonna ask? 
All right. So we covered uh, mostly everything. I think um, I was trying to record this video, but it's gotten kind of choppy in places. But I'll definitely uh, have the audio. So that's okay. good. And yeah, um, asked you those future plans. Um, let's see. So, oh, who are some artists that um, you want to work with, like more than anybody? Like, if someone is going on tour, like you'd want to open up for them. Like, who would that ideal? On the outside. Tour? Okay, that's a good question. I, it would have to be Russ right now. Russ. It would have to be. Like, I would just say that on the top of my head because probably. We, I think we we match a lot in in kind of I guess our content I mm-hmm. would say, um, maybe not. I mean we're not. I mean I'm, I'm not saying I'm anything like him. I'm just saying the vibes are, are, are there, um, and I feel like that would be something to experience because he's he's very very successful in his in his shows and his tours. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he's crazy I successful. Just, I can just imagine how how lit they them shows can get. Yeah, definitely. And I saw, uh, I've watched plenty of interviews with him and he, uh, did a thing. I think it was, uh, recorded a song or dropped a song a week, every week for a year straight. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy to think about. That's commitment. That's, that's, that's what it takes, you know, consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um, what, uh, kind of do you do to like stay motivated? I know you're a very motivated person. Um, when you have like, uh, you know, self doubt, you know, when you deal with things like that, how do you, how do you overcome that? Keep going. Uh, you know, from what I've heard in the past is, you know, what I call is your why, you know what I'm saying? You have, you have to have a why and it's, it's that, that picture in your wallet that you go back to, or, you know, that scripture that you have tatted on your arms or, or body, wherever, or. You know, it's that one thing that just keeps you going, you know, that, that, that jump starts you when you're about to die. And to me, it's family, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's my family, it's my kids, you know, my, my parents, my brothers, my cousins, my grandparents, you know, just, you know, I think of them and it just gives me motivation, you know what I'm saying? I think about them and, and, and I don't have a reason to stop. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's a great answer. So um, I like to ask uh, some wrap up questions. And I'll get let you get back to uh, swimming. But uh, <laughs> what is your uh, definition of success? My definition of success is going to be, um, be being able to do what you love uh, comfortably. Mm, okay. Comfortably. Yes. That's a great answer. If you could make everyone in the world uh, do something for thirty days, everyone has to do something for thirty days straight. Um, regardless of what it is, um, what would you uh, tell them to do? Uh, I'd have everybody smoke a joint every day. <laughs> as soon as you wake up and meditate. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Start the day off right. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if uh, you had a time machine, you could go back to any time in your life and give yourself advice. Um where would you go? What would you tell yourself? All right, all right, all right. That's a good one. Hey, I'm not sure. If I can go back in time, give myself advice, I would. Shoot, I'm. I don't know. I maybe <laughs> maybe I go something that I quit and, and tell myself not to quit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
maybe like a, a maybe a, a job or or even sports. You know, I, I quit football at an early age. It just it wasn't my thing. But now, in retrospect, I look back and think, damn, that would have set me up for things like discipline, physical fitness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just different. More than more than just sport. The sport. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there's a lot of things I could have I could have uh, gained from not quitting sports. So maybe something like that. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. But also, you know, if you would have stayed in football, you might have more brain damage. So, you know. Hey, you sure <laughs> right. uh, Okay, and uh, can you remember a time that you laughed the hardest? Um, hardest time I, I laugh hard all the time, man. My kids are funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last time, let's see. Let me think of something funny today today i played a prank on, on, on my girlfriend and, and our kids and, you know i scared them and we was all laughing and rolling around that's you know that's funny. <laughs> that's always fun all right this is the final wrap-up question what do you think happens when you die oh i think uh I, when uh when you die people get sad I don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen to me. people around me going to be sad huh? mm-hmm. uh, so let me see but let me get a little deeper on that All right. uh, I think I think when you die I think I think you transform your being so I, I feel like you just become a part of the universe you know just in a different state you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. kind of like ice to water uh you know a physical being to energy or something now i'm not going to say like that that's my religious belief or anything like that mm-hmm. because I, I could we could go deep into that as well you know what i'm saying but um i feel like i feel like that's really what happens you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't feel like we die die maybe our bodies die but mm-hmm. There's got to be more, you know what I'm saying? I hope there's more. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's that's just a fun question to ask. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what was I going to say? So, I will um, upload this. I'll see. I'll go back and see how the audio. I think it's kind of choppy in some places, but it's gotten better towards the end. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah, I might have to cut it in like half. But um, I will uh, send you links. It's going to be on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, pretty much everywhere, everywhere I could think of, it's there. Um, and yeah. I'll see about uploading this uh, video to YouTube, but uh, might have to reach out to you again and do another one in a couple weeks, because yeah, yeah. It's kinda... I mean, whatever, whatever you got, you know, we can we can make it work, you know, and then we can do another one as a follow up. You know, I wouldn't even worry about not doing it. That's just super bad. No, nah, uh, I think I, it's definitely savable. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for reaching yeah. out, man. Um, hey, album I coming out. You. I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you uh, giving me your 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 time, and and uh, I hope to keep building, man. Let's keep this going. If you you know, we'll, I'll call you again in a couple of weeks. We'll do it again. Yeah, absolutely. And you said uh, May twenty second. May twenty second, disappear album on all platforms, Spotify, iPhone, uh, iTunes, everything. You know, mm-hmm. so y'all make sure y'all 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 do that. And in the meantime, in between time, go ahead and go listen to what I got out. True Million. That's my last album. I have a few videos out and stuff like that so go catch up with the wave nice okay cool all right yeah we'll definitely reach out to you again uh close the album date see if we can get a a better recording and i'll uh i'll reach out to you let you know when everything's uploaded and edited all right 
But uh, yeah, thanks, man. Cool, man. All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Have a good swim. All right. Later. <laughs> Later.